God's goals. God's goals. Recentering our focus on Christ. Hi guys and welcome back to God's Goals podcast. So today's podcast is a little encouragement um for my married people or people that are possibly thinking about getting married or engaged or just in a relationship but more so for sure for my married people encourage you to be on one accord um, when it comes to things and benefits about being on one accord um i think some of the toughest things with um marriage or relationships in general whether that uh, friendship or relationship is coming on one accord and agreeing on things and um, you know, doing things together and submitting um, your will um, uh, to one another, right? And so, um, you know, first it starts with submitting ourselves to God, and then as we're in a marriage, we submit to one another. Um, um, so I just wanted to, um, and no, this is not a submission podcast on them, so I submit to that. That's not my business right now. <laughs> I'm not talking about that right now. We can we can circle back with that, uh, but it's really um, when I said that I just meant to admit um, more so about hearing one another out when it, as far as it comes to um, a marriage and a relationship, uh, really a marriage, because um, I know sometimes that that can be an issue. So let's just go to. Uh, Matthew 18 and 20. And I know the scripture is not necessarily used for this all the time, but I just kind of want to go over it. So this is the NIV version. says, for where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Um, again, I know the scripture is not necessarily used for this, but I thought maybe it could be applicable. So marriage is, you know, a man and a woman coming together, two people, right? And I'm thinking, with this scripture, right, in in marriage, you two are already the two, at least, right? It says what? For where two or three gather in my name, there I am, uh, there am I with them. So, I know a lot of times marriages feel like they're getting attacked or this and this, but imagine it, it's the probably the power of the marriage in itself, right? Two people, right? In Christ, gathered together all the time, naturally in a in a covenant, in a, in in a building together, right? So uh, it says, I'm just gonna read it. For where two or three gather in my name, in my name. So if we look at that, we do know that. Part of making the marriage and the grouping work is having God first and Him being priority in the marriage in our in our lives individually together also. So we we're gathered um, in His name in anything, right? And if we're dedicating our life to Christ, you know, we're hopefully gathering in His name with things. So we're two or three gathered in name there, and um, there am I with them. So just you two together as two 
Christians, there's two people, there's two people believing in Christ and being together and building together and praying together. Uh, it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. And I think, uh, you know, coming together is important. You know, praying together is important. Agreeing on things together is important. Moving as a unit is important. And of course, keeping God first while doing that is extremely important. So I think sometimes um, we tend to, and I know even society try to push us for marriages to be so individualized. This is personal opinion, but just so separate. You do you and I do me and we'll get it up together, get back together when we see da 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 and I gotta have this much space and I can't and that's fine, right? No judgment. I, I guess. <laughs> but I always feel like and then people wonder, well how do we um how do I get close? I don't know how to, how do we become one? Well, I feel like, you know, in order to do that, you have to cultivate a life together. Now, I may be biased because I saw my mom and uh, my stepdad, they kind of, they always did things together. And so I am kind of used to seeing that relationship style where they cook together, they work together, they cook together, they hung out together. I know it sounds weird when I say hang out. I mean, they left us when we was old enough and they went out together and, you know, did their own thing. So it was just like, I'm so used to seeing two people actually spending time together and their lives were deeply merged into each other, like real close friends and everything. So, you know, there's this thing that People act like, well, if you're always together, you're gonna hate each other. And but I didn't see that to be true, you know. I, you know, I can't tell you the total depth of their relationship because that's theirs. But to this day, they still do things together, and I admired that. Did they have their disagreements? I'm sure. I mean, of course. But somehow they managed to work, play, have children, raise families together. And they still had other friends. My mom has friends. Uh, my stepdad, he's a different kind of person. He has friends, but he's different. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to say Star Trek. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Star Trek, you take what you want from that. But that's my stepdad, right? So what I say all that just to say it's not like they didn't have any lies. But I, and I know a couple of you know marriages that are kind of like that, that they're just are close. They're the best friends and they're in unit. And then everything outside is there too, but they're close and they spend time together. So how you cultivate, to me, um, uh, uh, a closeness or oneness is it's actually spending time with each other and being together and building things together, trying things together and growing things together. And so, um, and it naturally, usually naturally happens whether you start to build a home or build a business or have children together. Those things kind of bring, are things that you guys are coming together uh, with. And then also, you know, coming together in Christ with that. Because I'm going to tell you, um, even what, what you try to do, if God is not centered in it, it you need that. You need that uh, that third chord. So let's go to that scripture that I'm referencing real quick. So you, could, you definitely need it. Um, so let's see. I'm going to read from, I guess I should stick with NIV or I can stick with NIV since I started. So let me go down to NIV. Though one may be overpowered, two can 
defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So they're talking about having having more than one person, right? And this is Ecclesiastes 4 and 12. Two, being able to withstand more than one, right? And two, being able to withstand and um, a three-stranded uh, cord not uh, quickly broken. And I know a lot of times the three the third strand is reference to God, right? And in if this is representing of a marriage or a relationship, the third uh, chord in this scripture is referencing uh, usually to to God being that third chord to strengthen it. And I totally agree. I totally, totally agree. Where is marriage without the one that created it? Right? Who better to go to than Him? Um, but I'm kind of getting off on a tangent. The whole thing was about us coming together as two married people and agreeing in the blessing and benefit of that. So we saw in Matthew 18 and 20 where it says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am, there am I with them. That's NIV. That's why I'm reading it funny. I'm trying to go off a of memory and I'm reading. Sorry. Um, so in that one, and I'm not trying to be funny, but you look at you, you, and you're married. If you're married, you're walking around already two and three. And if you're married in Christ, you're already walking around two. Yo, two, gathered up. <laughs> right? So he there. <laughs> he there. Now touch and agree and agree on something. Agree on something. And I say that because, again, there's so many things that in marriage, I know a lot of times there's separation. There's not agreeing. There's you do you, I do me, uh, you do this over this, and they do their thing, and I do my thing, and we life partners, and did this, 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 oneness is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about moving like a unit because I'm pretty sure the purpose is attached to the unit. All right? The purpose in the marriage is attached to the unit. If you was going to do you and I do me, then we need to be married. I'm just saying Right, but if the God has put us together, then there's some purpose, right? Maybe not all of what your purpose to do is all totally attached into that, but there is some purpose there in the marriage, and it's going to depend on you agreeing and submitting, right, into each other, and and and, and allowing you know each other's gifts and and whatever God has enabled in you guys to do uh, together to to work out, and not one person's way and another person, but just together. Um, so there is a blessing in coming together. When you're trying to have a baby, you got you to gotta come together, right? I'm, okay. I'm just saying. When you're trying to make decisions, you got to come together, right? We have to come together. We can come together when we want to come together, okay? Exhibit A on what I just said, right? So if you can come together for that, then we have to come together in prayer. Then we have to come together when it's coming to make decisions, right? And in the first way, again, I'm going to say it over and over and over again. And um, my husband and I have talked about that over and over and over again. I podcast God first. And, and when you're coming together, be coming together, praying with each other, be coming together in prayer, be coming together and uh, making decisions and taking it to God with those decisions as well. The biggest strength. Um, in your marriage, but yep, I'm not going to prolong this. It's already gotten off track a couple times. I just want to come in and encourage married people, stay together, come together on one accord, try to submit to one another, 
you know, sometimes you have to uh, give up your idea or give up the way you think things should go because maybe the other person's way is better and vice versa. Or maybe you guys come together and come up with uh, a joined way, uh, a compromising way. But every time it's not always going to be compromising. It may be one person's way this time or the other person's way this time. Depends. I know everybody wants to let's compromise, let's compromise. But you know what? If they got a better way, then let's go with that way. Or, you know, just we have to be mature enough to handle that, though. We have to be mature enough to know that my way is not always the best way. Maybe that way is the better way. Maybe even though it didn't, it's not working out the way I think, that's still good. So, um, but yes, remember to stay and pray and together and, and know that there's a blessing in coming together as one, as God intended it, and to uh, to work and move together. And remember that your family has a purpose. You are reflecting God every day that you guys are together, are reflecting God's uh, glory in your marriage. All right. Be blessed. Have a wonderful time. Stop fighting your spouse. They are the closest person to you. Don't attack the closest person to you. Love on that person. Use them as someone that you can lean on and and, and not uh, hurt and attack. Love each other. Uplift each other. And then go love and uplift your community, your family, and your friends. All right, guys, have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to God's Goals podcast. I don't want to end the podcast without offering Christ to any one of my listeners. Um, Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. There's more things to building up your spiritual walk and making that change. But the first step, confess with your mouth, Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Okay, so I have a podcast out called It's a Gift. Go to that podcast and it goes into more details about receiving that gift and and tools um, that you can use along the way as you strengthen your spiritual journey. I guarantee you accepting Christ will be the best thing you ever did. Go to that podcast and listen to it and get some information there. Okay. Thank you guys again for listening. See you next time. Bye. God's goals, recentering our focus on Christ.